welcome back to What's the Point of the Midrash, the weekly podcast where we take a look at a rabbinic text and offer suggestions to answer the question, what's the point of the Midrash? My name is Rabbi Josh Uter, and this week for Parshat Vayeshev, we have a short Midrash that seems very straightforward, but I think there's a lot more complexity behind it. In Breshit Genesis 37.4, we're told, Vayiru echav, that the brothers of Joseph saw, Kyoto ahav avihem mikol echav, that him, Joseph, was loved by their father more than any of the brothers. Vayisnu'u oto, and they hated him. Velo yachalu shalom, and they could not speak friendly to him. They could not speak a friendly word. They couldn't speak civilly to him. On this verse, Breshit uh, Rabbah, Genesis Rabbah 84.9, says, Amar Rabbi Ahava bar Ze'era. Rabbi Ahava bar Ze'era says, Mitoch gunutan shel shivatim atayodea shivchan. From the disgrace of the shvatim of the tribes, meaning the tribal ancestors of the sons of Jacob, you learn or you know their virtues or their praise. Lahalan, later on, uh, here the uh, Midrash is about to cite from Shmuel Bed, uh, Samuel 2, chapter 1322, that says in full, Absalom didn't utter a word to Amnon, good or bad, but Absalom of Shalom hated Amnon because he violated, he raped his sister Tamar. The Midrash continues, That which was in his heart remained in his heart. But over here, that they could not speak peaceably or civilly to Joseph, that which was in their heart was on their tongues. To put it more plainly, they said what they felt. The first thing I want to point out is that for those who are familiar with Rashi, the medieval commentator, uh, he seems to be ref- referring to, referencing this Midrash when he says, that through their disgrace we learn their praise. And the phrasing of Rashi here is, that they did not say one thing with their mouths and another with their heart, meaning they didn't say one thing and believe something else. They did not act fraudulently. They did not portray certain errors or like give the impression of being civil when really they hated them. Uh, this idiom of echad b'fev, echad v'lev, speaking one with the mouth and the other with the heart, appears only a couple of times that I know of. One is in the Talmud Psachim 113b, uh, that's listed as one of the three people God actually hates. Ashloshash, Akadash Baruch Hu, Sona'an. And the fr- there are three that God hates, and the first one is the one who says one thing with the mouth, but really feels and believes something else. And if that was everything, like, okay, fine, that the brothers were at least, you know, honest, they didn't pr- pretend to be anything different. But as I read it, that isn't the point 
of Rav Arba Bar Zeira in this Midrash, because the contrast isn't that the brothers uh, weren't deceptive in terms of pretending to be friends with Yosef and really they hated them. The contrast is with Avshalom and Amnon and that relationship where according to the verse in Shmuel, he didn't speak to him at all. He didn't say anything good and he didn't say anything bad. He just kind of avoided him and gave him the silent treatment. That's not being a chad b'feve, a chad b'lev. That's not pretending to be something that you're not with your words. That's just kind of holding it in. And here, that seems to be the uh, the distinction here of with D, Billy Bay, Billy Bay. That which was in his heart remained in his heart. In contrast with the Shvatim, with Joseph's brothers, it's that was in their heart was on their mouths, meaning instead of repressing what they were actually feeling, they said how they felt. And taken in that way, what this Midrash seems to be is the praise of the brothers was not just that they weren't deceptive, but they were very expressive about what they were feeling. In this case, it wasn't terribly positive, and the Midrash on occasion will try to, let's say, throw in a bit of apologetics and make some of the heroes, or at least that we would consider the heroes of the Bible, turn out better than they already are. And you can see this as sort of, uh, let, let's say, smoothing out the rough edges by saying, well, yeah, this is Gnutan, this is definitely their disgrace, but there's something positive to it here. Uh, and then you know, we're trying to figure out what the positive is in how they're acting, because, yeah, it wasn't a great thing that they hated their brother, but it says at least they said they hated him as opposed to repressing it. And if you continue in uh, Shmuel Bet to Samuel chapter 13, uh, it was after two years, Avshalom winds up killing Amnon. Whereas you can say with the brothers, the fact that they expressed their opinions or their disdain for their brother verbally, well, yeah, okay, they threw him into a pit, which wasn't great, uh, but they didn't actually kill him. You can say, well, they wanted to, and Ruben kind of saved him, but maybe it was because they expressed it verbally that they didn't just hold it on and let it fester and make things a whole lot worse. I'm not a psychologist. I would defer to them in terms of what is the appropriate way of dealing with anger. But again, it seems to me that from this Midrash, with these two comparisons, is that Unlike Rashi, who said, oh, well, you see that, you know, they did not speak a chad bepeva v'chad belev, that, oh, at least the brothers, you know, weren't deceptive in how they expressed themselves. The contrast in this midrash is they expressed themselves as opposed to holding it in and letting their rage and their hatred completely overcome and consume them. Does this mean that we should go and tell all the people we hate that we hate them? I'm not entirely sure. I don't think I'd go that far. Again, this is Gnutan. This is their disgrace. But maybe the point of this Midrash is uh, a message of having an outlet for emotions in some way. Not so much that you know you pick fights with people and you let everyone know that you hate them, but certainly with um, what we may call negative emotions, if they wind up consuming us, we can go down a really terrible path. And there's at least something which I think we should do that that which stays in our heart 
probably shouldn't just stay in our heart. They should go in some way. And if that means speaking it out in some place, maybe not to the people you hate directly, maybe to a therapist and to talk these out to make sure that if you have these overpowering feelings, you don't just keep it all bottled in because when you do that, bad things can happen. My thoughts, but I'd love to hear yours. What do you think is the point of this midrash? Please feel free to reach out with your comments. You can find me on Twitter. My handle is at JUder. I'm also on Facebook. Or send me an email via my website, www.joshuter.com. Thank you for listening. Have a great week and a wonderful Shabbat. Mm-hmm.